all about worship and about Christ and about God. The second thing, the second lesson that we learn from this incident is in verse 16 and verse 17. They come to Elisha and Elisha is telling, you know, I really don't want to look at you. He's telling to Jehoram, but because this godly king, Jehoshaphat is there, I'm going to ask the Lord. And he, and when the music is played, you know, the word of the Lord comes to him. And in verse 16, it says, thus says the Lord. And he says, make this valley full of ditches. God is telling these three armies and these three kings, dig your ditches. And, you know, if you know, uh, you know, there's uh, just a little bit background about Edom. You know, the name Edom is, a, is another name for Esau. Esau, if you read Genesis chapter, uh, I think uh, Genesis chapter 25 and verse 25, uh, it says that he was born red. And uh, that is the reason he's, and, uh, he got his name Esau. And also, if you read the same chapter, verse 30, he says, he asked for this red pottage. I don't know what, um, he has got an affiliation or affection towards the color red. And, and because he asked for the red pottage from his brother, you know, his name was Edom. Edom simply means red. They came through this valley, this wilderness and valley of Edom, which means there is this valley also had these red stones, but it was a dry river bread. Uh, in fact, the, 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 the river bread is called, the stream was called as Z uh, Z Zedek. The river bed was called as Zedek. This, the, um, uh, sorry, Zered. The word Zered simply means exuberant in growth. You know, in, in the, the word had a different meaning, but actually it was different. Sometimes in our lives, you have a name, Christian. You have a name that means something, but you are different. Just like this valley is uh, Zered. Valley Zered it was exuberant in growth, but actually it was a dry place. There was no water to drink. And when, when, when they were wanting water, and here... The prophet is telling, make this, dig your ditches. In other words, God is asking you to obey. Dig your ditches simply means you ought to obey. And, and in verse 17, again, he says, for thus says the Lord, you will not see wind, you will not see rain, but this valley will be filled with water that you may drink both you and your cattle and your beasts. In other words, he says, you are not going to see anything. You are not going to, you're, you're not going to, um, you know, uh, see the wind. You're not going to see the rain. You're not going to see the things. That means it calls for faith. God is saying, I need faith. Two things. The second thing be to be revived, God is looking for your faith and your obedience. First thing, as we learned, this year to be revived, what it means is it's all about God and worship. And secondly, God is telling in his, by his own mouth, God is telling, thus says the Lord, I need to look for your faith. You know, when the son of man comes, the Bible says, will he find faith? And that is the 
God is expecting you in 2021. God is looking for your faith and God is looking for your obedience. When God is asking you to dig ditches in the dry desert land, when there is no rain, when there is no, when there is no wind, he is asking you to simply obey his word, simply trust in him. Simply have the confidence and faith in him and listen to what he says and do it no matter what. You know, God is asking them to do something, do something physical when they are already weak. My dear brothers and sisters, you might be telling, I'm already weak. I'm already withered. I'm already dry and thirsty. And at this time, why is God asking me to do certain things? My dear brothers and sisters, God is asking you in your vulnerable, in your feeble, in your weak condition, in your weakness, God is asking you to exercise your faith. God is asking you to exercise your obedience. You might say, oh, I am so dry. I'm, I'm so thirsty. You might be weak and weary. You might be sick and indisposed. You might be sinful uh, in your condition. You might be lost and forlorn. You might be experiencing difficulty and pain. You might be going through a very hard situation, but in that situation, God is expecting you to obey his word with faith. You might not be able to see the rain. You might not be able to see the wind, but God is asking you to dig your ditches. In other words, digging your ditches is God is asking you to praise him despite your dryness. God is asking you to pray despite your weak and weariness. God is expecting you to listen to his word despite the fact that you're looking lost and forlorn. God is expecting you to reach out to him despite the fact that you're experiencing a difficulty and pain. God is expecting you not to give up even when you're going through a tough and a rough hard situation in your life. God is expecting you to open your hearts and to receive him when you're weak and weary. You know, your heart and your mind might say, you know what? My relationship is dead and dying. It seems there is no way I cannot restart my business that has been closed during this pandemic. All my windows of opportunities seems to be closed. All my opportunities are lost. The doors have been closed. My debts are drowning me. My sickness is unto death. My agony is beyond what I can bear. Nothing is making sense in my life. I'm dried up. I'm stuck in this greatest drought of my life. Dig your ditches of praise in your drought of life. Dig your ditches of prayer in your drought of life. Dig your ditches of listening to God's word. Dig your ditches to reach out to him. Dig your ditches by opening your heart to him. Dig your ditches by giving room to Jesus in your hearts and your mind. Dig your ditches by looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your life. Dig your ditches by lifting up your eyes unto the hills from whence cometh your help. Dig your ditches, my dear brothers and sisters. Exercise your faith in Jesus' name. You will not be able to see wind. You will not be able to see rain, but the valley will be filled with water. You know, if you don't dig your ditches, if there is no valley, there is no filling. Are you willing to dig your ditches? 
Job chapter 14 and verse 7 to 9. I don't have time to read. It says, for there is a hope of a tree. It, it, the Job goes on to say, this tree, you know, there is no water. This tree is died, has died. The branches has withered. The sap is dying. But he's, he goes on to say in verse 9, he says, because of the scent of the water, you know, just the smell of the water, he goes on to say, this dried tree, it will bud and bring forth boughs like a plant. Are you like this tree? Do you feel like this tree? There is no, there is no hope. But, you know, my dear brothers and sisters, if there is a scent of water, it's just a smell of water, that tree that is dried, withered, and dead, if you may, it will bring bud. It will bring forth boughs like a plant. Just the scent of water is enough to make a breakthrough. I can see is there, there might be somebody in this congregation, somebody listening to this word on the YouTube, you are going to smell the scent of water and you are going to experience in 2021 by the grace of God that you are going to experience this breakthrough in your lives. You are going to experience this miracle in your lives. There might not be wind, there might not be water, there might, might not be rain, but definitely the ditches that you dig by faith and obedience, you are going to receive a breakthrough. You are going to receive a miracle. You are going to receive a revival in your lives. You are going to receive the anointing in Jesus' name. You are going to experience a change of uh, behavior in your life. You are going to experience a blessing in Jesus' name. You are going to experience deliverance in Jesus' name. You are going to experience restoration in Jesus' name. My dear brothers and sisters, the scent of water is going to make the breakthrough. The water is on the way. The water is approaching you. The water is going to come. You are not going to see rain. You are not going to see wind. But the water is on the way to you right now in Jesus' name. Are you experiencing drought in your financial life? Are you experiencing drought in health? Are you experiencing drought in your opportunities and privileges in your work? Are you children or those who young people studying in the universities? Are you experiencing drought in your understanding, in your wisdom and in your knowledge? Help is on the way. Are you experiencing trouble in your married life? Help is on the way. The water is on the way. Are you experiencing failure in your ministry? My dear brothers and sisters, water is on the way. Are you experiencing drought in your spiritual life? Water is on the way to revive your spirit, to restore to you the joy of salvation. 2021, to be revived, it's about God and worship. It's about digging your ditches, which means faith and obedience. I'm just going to conclude this. 2021, to be revived, is not only about God and worship. It's not only going to be about faith and obedience. 2021 is going to be about something. The third, it's going to be about the water and victory. It's going to be about water and victory. They didn't see the rain. They didn't see the wind, but they dug the ditches. They obeyed. They had that faith in God and they dug the ditches. The next day, the Bible says, at the time of morning sacrifice, 
the same Jesus. It's about Christ. At the time of his sacrifice, the water came. How the water came, the Bible says, and I'm going to tell a few verses, you know, the sound of rushing water. Just imagine from nowhere, no rain, no wind, but the water was flowing. You know, there was the sound of rushing water to the three armies who were dying of thirst. There was the sound of rushing water. Their throats were dry. Their lips were parched. They were dying of thirst. They were weak and withered. And they were dehydrated to the point of death. At that time, at the time of morning sacrifices, the sound of rushing water was there. But to the enemies, to them there was the sound of water. But to the enemies, the water, when they saw it, it was a sight of a red river. To them, it was the sound of a rushing water, but to the enemies, it was a sight of a red river. You know, when the water came when, when the, on the red sandstone uh, bed, and when the light of the sun was shining at the time of the morning sacrifice on that water, to the enemy, the, to the king of Moab and his army, it looked as if there was blood. They thought they have killed each other, and that's the reason the blood is flowing. So they thought, we are going to go and take the spoil. So they came there. When they came there, they didn't realize that they are all waiting for them. And they finished them off. And they won the battle. In fact, they went into the kingdom of the, 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 the country of Moab and ransacked it. And they got the victory that day. The water came. And the victory also was theirs. 2021, for you and to me, the promise is God is going to rush you're going to hear the sound of rushing water. To you, that water will be life-giving water. That water will be life-saving water. But to your enemies and to those of us who the principalities and powers that is working, to them, it is going to be the sight of the red flowing water. You know, the blood of Jesus Christ, the red flowing water is going to conquer your enemies and my enemies because it says in second kings chapter 13 so chapter 3 and it says in verse 18 it says it is but a light thing in the sight of the lord to god it's a simple thing it is a very light thing you know there is going to be this turnaround that is going to happen in our lives you are going to chase those who are chasing you you are going to hound those who have hounded you you are going to smite those who have smitten you. You are going to defeat those who have defeated you. You are going to take back those who have taken from you. You are going to knock those who have knocked you down. You are going to be victorious, my dear brothers and sisters. God is going to rush this water in your life. I'm going to tell what this water is in a minute. But this water, you know, the Bible says uh, in, in John chapter 4, this water, which is going to flow from Jesus Christ is going to well up into a spring of living water. And, you know, the Bible says God is going to, God is giving an invitation. Those who are thirsty, come to me and take this living water 
whosoever will, let him drink of me. Revelation chapter 22 and verse 17, Revelation chapter 21 and verse 6, you know, that is the invitation for you to come and take this water. If you go home and read in Ezekiel chapter, Ezekiel, you, you will find that this water is compared to the Holy Ghost. My dear brothers and sisters, God is going to give you this Holy Ghost. This water, this living water is going to come to you to revive you from your spiritual illness, from your spiritual ailment, from your spiritual dying circumstances. It is going to revive you in Jesus' name so that you will be filled up, you are going to be fired up, you are going to be powered up to God and to his ministry. And when this water is going to come, you know, the water, the Holy Spirit, May is going to fill you. You know, the, the water is going to rush on you, just like the early and the later rain. By the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you know, in James chapter 5, uh, James chapter 5, you read this, like a husbandman waiting for the early and later rain, you and me have to wait in 2021 to get and receive this water, so that when we receive the water, victory will be yours and mine. You know, the Bible says, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. And also, the Bible goes on to say, <clears throat> in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 51, it says, you know, thanks be to God, you know, that we can receive this victory only through Jesus Christ. Do you want to receive him today? Do you want to receive his spirit in your lives today so that you can have this turnaround in your lives. My dear brothers and sisters, it's time. I need to conclude. 2021, it's about being revived. Just like we learned in this story, we need to realize it's all about God and worship in 2021. No matter what you have done in, in the years past, what you've done in the last year, this year is going to be. I want you and me to make this uh, dedication. I want you and me to make this pledge in the presence of God and his holy angels who are watching over you right now. I want you to make this decision today. Lord, what I have done in the past is past. I ask for forgiveness. I want you to, Lord, wash me with your blood. And Lord, please take hold of me. And Lord, make me holy thine. And let this year for me, let it be all about God and his worship. Lord, help me that this year, it will be about faith and obedience, Lord, to you and to your precepts and your principles and your commandments. Lord, let this year Lord, may you give me your water, your spirit, and Lord, give me the victory so that, Lord, I will be found, as it says in Revelation chapter 15 and verse 2, and I saw upon the sea of glass, them that have gotten victory over the beast and over his image and over Lord, all the things that the enemy gives you, they will be victorious on that sea of glass. Lord, let this year be about your spirit, the water, and let this year be about the victory that comes by faith and, and by heeding to your word. Give me that victory, Lord, to overcome this world, this world, the allurements, 
of this world. Give me that victory, Lord, so that I can be found in that victorious group on the sea of glass. And this is my prayer. Would you want that to be your prayer as well as you enter into 2021? I want to be revived. Do you want to be revived? Do you, do you want to commit yourself and say, Lord, I commit this year to God and his worship. I commit this year to faith and obedience. And I commit this year to receive your water, the spirit, so that I can be victorious in Jesus' name. If that is your plea and that is your prayer, close your eyes for a minute, please. Let us pray. Lord, you, we have heard what you wanted to tell us today. 2021 is not like the years that has gone by. It is to be revived. It's about God and worship. It's about our faith and obedience. It's about water and victory. And therefore, those of us who have committed today, I pray that you will accept our pledge and vow that we have made. We are feeble and weak and weary, just like those weary armies. But I pray, dear Heavenly Father, that your water spirit will be filled, will fill our lives so that we will be victorious to overcome this world, not by our might, not by our strength, but by your spirit. This is our pledge and plea. Help us, Lord, to this extent, we pray in your Son and our Savior, Jesus' name. Amen. Two thousand twenty would have been like a walking into the desert for most of us, walking in the desert of sickness, death, deaths, and so many things. But then, in two thousand and twenty-one, we are going to sing because my soul sings. My soul, my Savior, got it because. We are going to say, how great the word. Our elder has given us a promise from the Bible. We have to dig the ditches because the water is going to run. We are having a hope that the water is going to come. With that hope, let us all sing SDA hymn 86. Oh, Lord, my God. Oh, oh Lord, Lord, my God. When I in awesome wonder consider all the works thy hands have made, I see the stars, I hear the mighty thunder that path throughout the universe displays. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. When through the woods and forest glades I wander and hear the birds sing sweet 
mountain grandeur and hear the blow and feel the gentle breeze. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And when I think that God is son not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art. When Christ shall come with shout of acclamation and take me home, what joy shall fill my heart. Then I shall bow in humble adoration and then proclaim, My God, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. How great thou art, our Heavenly Father. They asked only for water, but you also gave them victory. Lord, you're able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or we can, we can even imagine. Lord, and therefore, we ask your spirit, give us your water and give us the victory. Lord, help us so that we will, Lord, dedicate ourselves so that this year will be about God and his worship. It will be about our faith and our obedience so that we will be able to dig our ditches that you want us to dig. And help us, Lord that we will be able to receive your spirit in our lives so that we will be transformed people worthy enough to be found on the sea of glass. Bless us to this extent. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory to the only wise God of a savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power now and forever. May the grace of our Lord and savior, Jesus Christ, and the love of our Redeemer, who gave his life on the time of the morning sacrifice, 
and the ever-abiding presence of the Holy Spirit like water that is going to rush into our lives from today on. Be with us now and forever so that we will be victorious and be found in that sea of glass. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Indeed, <clears throat> indeed, we strongly believe that God has challenged us through Elder Satyraj. And thank you so much, Elder. That's a very powerful and challenging sermon. And I strongly believe that uh, God really spoke to us through you. And we thank you uh, for your time and commitment preparing this wonderful sermon at the very beginning of this uh, new year. It's really, really taking us to a different level of uh, expressing our attitude of worship <clears throat> and how we deal with God. And uh, we are sure in the name of Jesus that we will in any way uh, dig our ditches. So thank you so much. And thank you all who uh, took part in it and all the participants uh, and may the Lord bless you and may the Lord continue to uh, be with you. My special thanks to Brother uh, Deeraj and his team for making this a very uh, easy worship for all of us. And until we meet at 3.30 for Bible study, uh, let's continue to um, ponder and meditate and contemplate uh, what the Lord has given us today from 2 Kings chapter 3, 15 and 16. God bless you all. Now we will move to uh, our individual church fellowship uh, through breakout rooms. God be with you. God be with you till we meet again. By his counsels guide God be with you.